This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. This Saturday on The Pulse, folks, they continue with a three-part series profiling this year's inductees into the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame. This week, Joita speaks to human rights lawyer and disability advocate Lauren MacDonald. That's The Pulse this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. Also available as a podcast if you can't join the show right here on AMI-audio. So simply subscribe using your favorite podcatcher. I'm back in the fold here, folks. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, hosts of the program. And let's uh, take a moment here, folks. Well, a whole segment, since we're greedy. Let's now get in the know with Margaret Weldon. Life's continuing changes can lead to a lot of questions. Join me, Margaret Weldon, to get your answers, and then you too will be in the know. Mags, we're going to learn today about the white ribbon movement. So, of course, the appropriate question that Ramya and I have to ask is... What is the White Ribbon Movement and what's its goal? Okay, well, good afternoon, everyone. The uh, White Ribbon Movement is a national movement. It's the world's largest movement of men and boys. That And what the goal is, is it's to work together to create gender equality and basically uh, gain more respect for women. And, and it teaches boys, it has, you know, various... Um, activities, projects, campaigns, whatever, to teach boys how to respect women, right? So mm. in other words, you know, if uh, not just how to respect women, but even how to deal with their emotions. Um, and, okay. and that's what the goal is to basically, you know, create gender equality and to teach boys how to deal with their emotions and respect women. So the members of the White uh, Ribbon Movement are commemorating their the 30th anniversary of the organization and this initiative that they're utilizing is called uncomposed. Can you explain what that is and talk about how research has demonstrated the importance of music that has to do with this initiative? Okay. So I think I, I know why I touched this, touched on this particular uh, topic about music and, and emotions uh, a couple of months back, but what it is is that music can often produce emotions. You know, if sometimes if you hear a piece and you might cry or or you might hit, might make you laugh or whatever. So, but this particular uh, music is called or project is called Uncomposed, and what it is mm-hmm. a group of um, psychologists, therapists, musicians, and uh, even some of the allies from the White Ribbon Movement itself got together and created a piece of music that demonstrates the various, I guess, emotions that people experience uh, when they deal with going through abuse or when they're angry and they, uh, uh, you know, do the abusing themselves and they then they kind of come out of it and they realize, oh, you know, maybe there's other ways we could handle this. And how they do that is they have various types of melodies, right? Some melodies, um, you might say, oh, okay, that note is going to come next because it sounds like it's in a happy key, but nope, then it goes right to a minor key. In other cases, some some pieces of the music gets louder, some gets softer. So what they've done is they've put a film together about how this piece of music was created and and uh, how the melodies were put together. And they're going to be distributing this, distributing this film to various schools come September and talk about 
gender uh, equality, and again, you know, to, to how to decrease violence against women, uh, for men, how to deal with and express emotions so that, you know, boys can kind of get the answers and get the examples. And that's, and they, they're calling it uncomposed because of the predictable and unpredictable melodies. Mm. And, that, and that emphasizes the importance of music. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Very, very yeah. good. Very, very interesting way. And, and I can understand that disruptiveness that, hey, things are going along fine. And, and maybe the way people feel their life is when dealing with or, or you know, involved in any kind of, of disrespect, any kind of abuse. Um, the White Ribbon Movement also offers a number of campaigns, Margaret, some events, workshops and other activities on its website. One of those campaigns is called Men of Quality. Can you tell us a little bit about this campaign? Yes, and the Toronto Maple Leafs are actually involved with this campaign. Now, the Toronto Maple Leafs have been allies of the white, white ribbon movement for a number of years now. And this campaign was initiated and got started on Father's Day 2022. However, it's a campaign that they would all like to see uh, last forever. And what this is, is it challenges men and boys to not only be allies to women that they love, but to, to be allies to women in their communities, you know, maybe by helping them or by treating them with respect or by being polite or by showing boys how to be polite. Another thing that they are, are looking at is, is to explain emotions. So maybe a father and a son are, are sitting together and suddenly the father cries or becomes frustrated. And the father says, well, I'm crying because... I just lost, you know, my mother. I'm crying or I'm frustrated because something didn't go well at work today. So it's basically engaging and, and creating people to become men of quality. And basically what that is, mm -hmm. is it's, is it's to be respectful towards women and uh, other people of other types of genders as well. And actually, like what you're saying about understanding emotions, isn't it interesting how it comes back full circle, right? Like, you know, initially you're talking about understanding uh, emotions and why women may be going through certain types of emotion and, and really getting to the bottom of that and the empathy behind it, but also understanding your own emotions as men um, and being able to express yourself. It reminds me of a lot of these wonderful conversations we had with our friends from Movember um, and the the deeper than just talking about testicular cancer um, and other types of cancer and actually getting to the mental health side of things and, and understanding that way. So this is just a, you know, one thing to, to, to continue uh, to, that keeps helping with that type of initiative. That's right. And one thing too, I should mention, you know, men uh, more so, I guess, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but I think there's still a lot of it that goes on today where they have been brought up to suppress emotions. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, if, if, if a man were to cry or if a boy were to cry, um, you know, how often do you hear somebody say, Oh, don't cry like that. That's just silly. Like you're the man, you're supposed to be the, the you know, you're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed yeah. to be this and you're supposed to be that as a result that can make a man feel very disconnected from simple emotions. Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. this is where we look at the circle. Um, I, and the sad we, part of that, Margaret, is I know some people will say males and females, they were told not to cry. Yep, and yep. it's a pretty sad thing when you, you literally due to your own uncomfortableness or whatever a, a person for saying it, could 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 try to uh, explaining it away while well, I was uncomfortable with the tears, the loudness, whatever it is, um, that they really don't understand the damage. 
Yeah, that's right. And that, that's right. Actually, yeah. associating different types of emotion with femininity or masculinity, right? Like that's yes. the the biggest hurdle that we're trying to overcome. Um, I would say as a society, like trying sure. to do it, you know, let's not do that anymore. Let's keep working towards how we can all be more empathetic and all understand and express emotions as uh, they come. And you give a really good example of that, Margaret, by just saying how you feel and explaining why. So are there any other activities uh, or information on White Ribbon's website that you want to point out? Okay, there are a few things. Um, number one, and I didn't uh, um, produce it today because I think I think it's better for people to go on and look at it themselves. But there is a pledge on the website that men can take, so you might want to go on and look at that. And we'll do the website at the end. But the activity that we're going to focus on now is called the consent quiz, and it's asked the question: How well do you understand consent? So what we're going to do, we're not going to do it like the points way that, uh, you know, the, the number of points that Jeff does. I'm going to ask Kelly and Ramya each the same question. And I'd like to hear what they have to say. And then we'll go um, and then we'll and then we'll go through the answer. So the first question is this. And we'll start with Kelly. Consent is needed only when it comes to sex. Oh, is that good true heavens. or is that false? What do you that's, think? That's false. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Ramya? Agreed. False. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. right. That's very good. Um, consent is basically needed anytime, even when it comes to non-sexual situations or, you know, such as giving somebody a hug or touching a, a, a pregnant woman's stomach or touching somebody's hair. And it doesn't matter whether you know the person or whether you don't know the person. Consent is always, always, always important. And by the way, that's the same thing that goes for men as well. OK, like so, you know, if, if men don't want to be touched or hugged or whatever, we need to respect that um, yeah, of course. As, as well, right? So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, now, if a woman is wearing revealing clothing, it's okay to look and touch. Ramya, we'll start with you this time. Oh my God, this is no. And it's it, it, just no. Go on. Okay. Oh, All for right. sure. Just no. I'm sorry. I'm cringing. Yeah, yeah that's I, exactly I, what I, I was going to say. Yeah. I held yeah. it, like, it just <laughs> makes me so uncomfortable. Jeez. Yeah. But you know what? There are people out there who don't really understand that, right? Because they think, oh, well, because women are wearing, or, you know, I guess even men too, for that. This is like victim blaming. Yep. Are wearing that. You know, it's okay. And it's really not what you, what you think the person wants is, or doesn't want. It's really what the person says they want or don't want. And it's the words that give the consent. So, okay. Okay. So Kelly, we'll go back to you. Violence can only be sexual. (laughs) <laughs> very false okay ditto okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make it a little challenging kelly why would you say very false um word it again margaret just so i want to just hear your words okay. again violence can only be sexual so like violence against a a, a woman or another person can only be sexual because you're, viol- you're right. Okay. Violence can violence can come in many forms, whether it's verbal, whether it's physical, whether it's destructive of people's property, whether you just witness it, it's never it's it's never acceptable. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd like to add, Romeo? No, that's really how it is. I think okay. of violence as abusive, um, and that can be abusive language. It can be abusive action. It could be emotional abuse, um, and it could be the recurrence of something over and over again that makes you feel, you know, stuck or uncomfortable or trapped. Uh, it could be people you know. It could be people you don't know. So, anyways, it can be okay. anything. 
very good. Now, here's one other act of violence just quickly. Did you know that financial can even be a, an, an act of violence sometimes too? Yeah. It can be an act oh, of abuse. Sure. Yeah. Right? Sure. right. So, yeah. Um, so you're, you're both right. So um, when it comes to preventing sexual violence, uh, and, and if you, if you prevent it because you don't, um, for, you know, offer, offer it or you don't commit the act, your job is done. What do you think, Ramya? No, that's not correct. Uh, that's false. Um, because if you're a bystander or some a witness, uh, sometimes we just you know turn away because it's easier. Oh, it's to none do of that. my business. Yes, you know I don't want to make things worse, et cetera, et cetera. But it is still your business. You still okay. know. Yeah, Kelly, did you want to add something quickly? No, no, no. To me, we all know our role. We all know what's right and wrong because you can feel it and you know what you can't be allowing, what you can't be excusing by staying silent or or ignoring it. And uh, whether I'm I'm not suggesting you got to jump in and stop somebody, but you got to do something to stop it, whether it's calling police, whether it's being there as a witness, whatever it takes to say we won't tolerate that. Congratulations to both of you. Now, before we end things here and before I give out the website address, I want to preface it this way. I I think lately we have been hearing a a lot about um, different types of abuse that have been going on through uh, sports and through other things. And yes, that does go on. But I also want to remind people out there that there are some very good and very supportive men who do get up, who do work, who do care about their kids and who do, um, you know, make lunch for kids and, and whatever. But if you're somebody that's committing violence or if you're being abused or if you just want to check out the website to learn more, please visit info at whiteribbon.com. And there's activities and tools and projects and all kinds of things that are appropriate for all different ages. There's even a mailing address and a phone number you can call. So like I say, if you need that help, please get it. Folks. I think the total definition of the segment in the know, you just were put in that place right now. Thank you, Margaret. Appreciate it. We will visit with Margaret every other uh, Wednesday here on the program. We call the segment uh, in the know. Coming up in just a moment, Bella Strange is a makeup artist catering to the LGBTQ plus disability and special effects communities. She joins us next for a chat on accessible makeup application. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.